Vegas uh, Friday afternoon. Thanks for joining me. It's Jay Lynn, and uh, yeah, we're cruising right into the weekend. And you know, we like to talk about all things space on this show, and that is what we're going to get into next, specifically the plans for Canada's first commercial spaceport. Maritime Launch Services is building its spaceport in Canso, Nova Scotia, and it could see its first suborbital test launch sometime early this summer. Okay, but what does it all mean? Let's find out more with Stephen Matier, the president and CEO of Maritime Launch Services Limited. Hi, Stephen. Welcome to 630 Chet in Edmonton. Thank you, Jaylin. Pleasure to be here. Where are things with the build right now with the facility? Well, we've had some incredible momentum in 2022 with uh, signing a 40-year lease on the land. Uh, starting construction in September, and uh, as late as today, the road work is underway going out down to the launch pad. So uh, initial construction activities, getting the area cleared, and uh, another uh, a roadway down there is kind of where things stand today. So when we talk about uh, a spaceport, Canada's first commercial spaceport, I'm curious to know what will exactly happen there. Are we talking about being able to launch satellites? Are we talking about eventual space tourism taking off from here? What will you be doing? Uh, certainly the uh, satellite launches is, is the goal. I mean, for us, medium-class launch capability means an ability to put dozens of satellites at a time in, into low-Earth orbit. And that location really serves where that market is today. Most of these constellation developers uh, of satellites are wanting to put them in just the locations that we can reach from you know, just outside of Cancel, Nova Scotia. So, from what I understand, like, just doing a little bit of research, Canada has 37 satellites in in orbit uh, right now, Mm -hmm. or we've launched 37 satellites. Has there not been any space launch? Like, how have they been launched if we don't have a satellite launch pad here? Great question. Since day one, it's always been from somewhere else. That's uh, that, that is part of the story. Uh, going back to the 60s yeah. with the first one, Alouette, you know, launched. Uh, so the Radar Sat 3, for example, what, two or three years ago, they were launched by SpaceX out of Vandenberg. So it's uh, everywhere else but here. Oh, wow. Um, so how busy could you be then? I mean, how, how many satellites would you see being launched when all said and done, possibly? Well, so the, the market demand is is really quite large. Okay. Uh, there isn't there isn't a new day that some new constellation. And a constellation, okay. by the way, is a grouping of satellites, okay. ten, twenty, hundred, thousands, like Starlink, right? For mm-hmm. for internet. Um, and uh, there was an FCC filing as an example a little over a year ago deadline, and there were eight companies that listed 37,000 additional satellites they wanted to put into low Earth orbit. That, that speaks to that kind of volume. You know, since then, uh, Porsche in, in the EU is talking about a three billion dollar, sorry, three billion euro investment in a satellite constellation for remote control of vehicles. So. It's it's a, a enormously growing, fast-paced market at this point. It's over uh, five hundred billion dollars Canadian per year already, and headed for a trillion in just the next ten to twelve years. So why hasn't um, anyone in Canada capitalized on this prior to now, Stephen? <laughs> 
<laughs> are, are well, there huge challenges? That, well, there are certainly. We've we've been through uh, a lot to get to where and glad that we've kind of broken through but you just can't do them anywhere and everywhere and and you need to find that place where uh, you have that access over the ocean. So, you know, the peninsula of, of Nova Scotia and then northeastern tip where Canso is, if you look south from there, there's nothing but ocean down to South America mm -hmm. off to the coast of, of, of Africa. And that's exactly the place that these people want to put their satellites into, into orbit these days. You know, we've, we've gone away from the old days where they're large, you know, massive geosynchronous orbit satellites that go around the equator now they want to put dozens, hundreds, thousands into these uh, orbits that are more polar directed, so launching mm -hmm. north or launching south. I, I wonder, um, you know, we talk about space junk, you know, quite a quite a bit, and we, you know, that that comes that term comes up, and I'm wondering, you know, as we see more and more of these these uh, satellites, these constellations go up, how much more of an issue that ends up being. Well, there is certainly a, a shifting of, of effort with the satellite community to uh, clean up after themselves, to deorbit old satellites mm -hmm. that'll burn up and reentry uh, and what have you. So I, th I think there is a real effort to uh, start to look at that. Uh, but, but I would also tell you there's a lot of space in space. Yeah, true. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> You've got a good point there, Stephen. You've got a good point. Stephen Mateer joining me this afternoon, the president and CEO of uh, Maritime Launch Services Limited. So, Stephen, how, what, what kind of rocket would you use to get a satellite to space from Nova Scotia? We're beginning with a suborbital test flight later this year just to get our sea legs, if you will, to, to borrow that analogy. Uh, and it's really about working with Transport Canada, NAV Canada, on how we're going to do that. So uh, we'll do a small launcher able of carrying 150 kilograms or so in 2024 and then look for that larger medium-class launcher in 2025 that can carry essentially 5,000 kilograms to lower mm -hmm. Earth orbit. And with that capacity, we can launch you know, 30 uh, small satellites at a time or, or more, depending on the size of them. Did I, I, and I read you're working with a Ukrainian uh, company with, uh, on one of the, the, the rockets? Yeah, one of the launch vehicles, and, and this is my my 30 plus year background in this industry, uh, and, and seeking experience in low risk, uh, is to uh, capitalize on the fact that this company in Ukraine has been delivering launch vehicles for 65 plus years. They've launched more than SpaceX, NASA, just about anybody. You know the vehicles that they've produced. Uh, you know things are things are slowed down for us at the moment, but. Uh, you know they're they're still working every day to help deliver this product to us, but the idea is that building on that high, that that reliable technology really makes it uh, uh, you know best for us uh, for a first launch in Canada of a medium class launcher instead of going with something that's uh, relatively risky and new. What kind of rules and regulations are in place or going to be need to be or are going to have to be put in place, uh, I'm guessing by the federal government, to have the satellite launches from Canada? 
so uh, Minister Algabra, two weeks ago uh, at the CSA headquarters in Montreal, made an announcement about just that, that there is going to be an embrace to update the current regulatory policies to be able to do uh, space launch from Canada. Uh, but the, the, the under understatement there is that there already is in mm -hmm. place orbital suborbital regulations they just need to be brought forward in time we used to do suborbital launches out of churchill manitoba uh with magellan aerospace with black brand rockets for years and years and years you know dating back decades right but doing orbital is where we're headed of course so those those older regulations are still there they're actually quite robust uh, and we are working with Transport Canada to make sure that on a case-by-case -case basis we can launch now while that informs their updates to the mm. regulations for, uh, for the future. Exciting times, Stephen. I mean, I, what's it going to be like uh, for that uh, that test launch, hopefully this what this summer? Yes, yeah, looking forward to that this summer. And that's, that is really um, the, the, the only success is that we uh, execute that launch uh, in, in uh, you know, controlling the public access, the airspace and the waterways and, and you know, that, that relationship with Transport Canada, NAV Canada, RCMP, everybody else is is you know working together that's the measure of, of the uh, success for that uh, actual suborbital launch maybe uh, a launcher from one of the universities or something else even so it's not really anything we're trying to prove with it reaching an altitude or anything else uh, but it's really about just just going through those operational scenarios because yeah. then that sets the stage for the successful one the next year that is really orbital yeah because then you've got you've got international treaties you're putting stuff <laughs> in space you know and all that other stuff kicks in by, by by starting with a canadian launcher canadian soil canadian airspace canadian waterways we're good to go we it, it's in our own it's in our own backyard if you will and fascinating stuff Stephen. we'll be watching uh you know from out here in alberta what you're doing on the uh, the tip of Nova Scotia. Best of luck, and I look forward to talking with you again down the road. My pleasure. Please do. Yeah, take care, Stephen. All the best. Have a great weekend. Thank you. Yeah, you betcha. Stephen Matier, the president and CEO of uh, Maritime Launch Services. So, yeah, you know, uh, the Canada's first commercial spaceport in development in Canso, Nova Scotia. Um, you know, looking to launch satellites from Canada. Get them up there. Uh, Canada has 37 um, satellites or has launched 37 satellites over the years, but, you know, not from around, um, you know, not from Canadian soil. Interesting stuff. Let's take a look at the drive this afternoon. <laughs>